Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your humble host, Brian Duso. I'm so thankful for meeting so many powerful, interesting, and intelligent people in my life. And today's guest happens to be one of those people. His name is Raymond Ashiel. He has a podcast called Balance Period and has a successful Instagram and Twitter account. You can follow him on Instagram at the Raymond Ashiel and on Twitter at my word is underscore law. And I will put those in the show notes. Raymond and I talk about reflection. This is something I'm extremely passionate about. Not only did I reflect my whole life when I wanted to rebuild my life, I still use it in every interaction. This way I can learn from every experience. I still kick myself in the ass when I reflect on a conversation I had and missed an opportunity that was clearly open. This goes for any kind of relationship. It can be applied everywhere in life. This is a good one, people. Check it out. So I also practice reflection. I, I meditate or just think before bed, take time out of my day to actually reflect my day. And I kind of take it step by step and like kind of repeat it. Like what I do in the morning, like just like steps all the way up until the point of meditation. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of curious how you reflect. Yeah. So I, I reflect a lot with journaling. So personally, I try to at least five times out of the week, take some time at the end of the, at the end of the night and, and just write down what I feel like I should write down. That, that's kind of the, the place that I made it to when it comes to journaling. I just start with what's fresh on my mind. Normally, it's something that I'm grateful for. And I just I roll with that and I try to get a page in. And if I want to write more at that moment, I will. If not, I just stop and I go to bed. It's just a way for me to release um, all of the mental things that I had going on throughout that day and also just speak some positivity into my future. So into the next day. So that, that's how I approach it. Right. And just getting it out there. Like it's like once it, when it's inside, it's it's like a mystery unsolved. And then like you write it or speak into a microphone. That's why I like the microphone because they say the microphone doesn't lie. And I feel the same thing with journaling because it's like really personal. So right. like you're getting it out there and all of a sudden you're free. For sure. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think if it's looked at from the perspective of something that you just have to get out, if it's like, okay, this is just something that I have inside of me that needs to be out, then it, it, it is freeing. It, it, it's a release to be able to do, to do that. I know I can definitely see it from that perspective. I also, I also look at it as a way for me to, it's just an expression, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's literally just the way that I express myself in that moment that feels the most right to me. And I think if, that's how we approach uh, more moments in our lives and it, our lives will only get better. Right. Do you ever go back and, and read your journals? Yeah. Um, I know the last time I did that was, or did it in, at a large scale was uh, back in December. So last month um, I kind of took the whole month to do some reflecting on all of 2018. And that was the time that I just sat down and went through each page and just, tried to understand more about myself and how I was feeling. 
so that I could better prepare and plan for 2019. Very cool. Yeah. And what kind of feelings did you uh, bring back up? Uh, honestly, it was, kind of, it was kind of a little bit of everything. I, what I try to do when I go back and read, I try to experience it as if it were actually happening. So I, mm-hmm. I try to feel it as much as I can. And the, the cool part is, in my opinion, when I'm able to do that now, I don't have to allow those negative feelings or the feelings of anxiety and fear to continue to have control over how I view those situations. So I can read it through. And with the, the growth um, that I've experienced, I'm able to just approach it differently, see it from a different perspective and appreciate it in a whole new way. Right. Yeah. I, I too journaled for, well, I did whatever I could for, I took a whole year of reflecting my life. And I wrote in a journal at first, and I was just write whatever just came to mind. Yeah. And I've looked back at that, and I, I go, well, I remember that person. Like, do you ever do that? You ever feel like, it's like, yeah, I, I used to know him. Yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to look at myself from a different perspective. So I look at it as that was that that's me in everything that I've done, um, whether it's perceived as good or bad, it, it's me because that's what I have as my production here on this earth. So um, I appreciate it and I just look at it from a positive way, um, regardless of what was actually happening in that moment. So, um, yes, I do look at it as, oh, yeah, I, I know that person, but it's only because I still know him because it's me today. Same same guy just did some different things and thought different ways. Right. Yeah. We were, we're growing and learn learning for sure. For sure. Definitely. So if someone's just starting out or maybe someone like hasn't even thought of reflecting, Mm -hmm. like, what would you say to them? Like, like, like what would you recommend to them? Well, I would say first, my recommendation would probably be more specific to the purpose as to why they are reflecting. I think that's, that's what I would, I would want to know um, either why they want to start or why they just haven't over the years. Um, and then once I better understood that, I would be able to, um, I would be able to, I think, answer that question just a little bit better. So could you give me a scenario that I could answer? Sure. Yeah. Uh, how about, it's like, let's say maybe a coworker, so someone you know, that mm-hmm. you you are uh, comfortable, they're comfortable of, you know, the ideas or like, you know, it's not just small talk. Sometimes you get a little meaningful. So mm-hmm. like, say they just keep like something keeps happening in their life. Maybe it's a family member and they just, yeah. they keep bringing them up and you're like, like, they just don't know what to do. Like, like I don't know what to do. I'm just so frustrated. I'm stressed out. I don't sleep. I I drink. I, I I'm smoking cigarettes. I don't want to be smoking cigarettes anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm so stressed. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually that's a really good example. Thanks. So <laughs> I would suggest to them to just start with writing something that you're thankful for. I would say take a page. So let's just say a page has 25 lines. I would say write numbers one through 25 and just come up with 25 things that you could be grateful for from that day 
just that one day. You 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 can go beyond if you really can't think of anything from that day. Then you can you can go to the past. Just pick some things that you've been grateful for and spend time doing that. Every day, just find things that you're grateful for and write them down. Um, I think if you start there, you'll be able to better understand um, just all the blessings that we have on a regular basis. Um, the more aware that we become of the things that we're grateful for, then the more that we'll see them. And the more that we see them, the more that we experience the benefits from that positive emotion and feeling. And that, I mean, our lives will only grow and get better at that point. So, Right. I agree. We always tend to look for the, it's like we want to look for the negative. Like, yeah, that one, you have that one family member, but you have, that's just like one little notch in your whole book. Like you have a, so much going on in your life to be thankful for so much other things you could be looking at, but no, you, you tend to look at that one page, that one paragraph of, this negativity that's only happening right now like it's not forever and we, we need to be I don't, it's just like in our dna for some reason when something bad happens it's all we think about yeah. until until you start practicing like what you are talking about journaling and just writing down down ideas and being thankful for other things in your life for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you were saying, we just have that natural tendency to focus on the, the negative side of things. I mean, we all have an ego and that's exactly what is designed to do is designed to to not. And I don't even want to say design is just the properties of it. Like, it's just if that is where you're thinking, if you're not currently thinking and being present, then your mind will go just about anywhere. And if you learn for so many years growing up that your mind is supposed to go to the negative sides of life, the negative perspectives of life, then that's what you'll continue to, to put out as you continue to live. And I mean, that's at least what I've understood from my life, that mm -hmm. a lot of the ways that I approach situations, a lot of the ways that I saw life, um, the perspective came from what I learned from my parents, from the people that I spent a lot of time around growing up. So if, I mean, once I was able to realize that, I understood that, okay, if all those perspectives came from something that I learned, why can't I learn new ones? Mm, yeah. Once I realized that I, I can, then I just chose to create the perspectives that I wanted to have and um, essentially believe them and just roll with it and continue to audit that and change it as time progresses. There's nothing that I'm ever too attached to that. If it's a feeling, if I don't feel the same way tomorrow, it's perfectly fine. And I never have to feel that way again. That's how I look at it. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I'm just mindful of it. And I, you know, understanding that we have a choice in everything, especially what we think and do. So uh, just being more aware of that, I think would be awesome. Right. And I think you hit some key points of like being present and that's something a lot of us don't do. We get caught up with a lot of things we're doing with just how fast society is. Just there's, we're always driving or we have kids or family or we have school or definitely just online. It's easy access to talk to anyone at any second. 
and your notification goes off on your phone, you have to look at it and you get distracted, you're not present, and you make that a habit. You keep doing that just day in, day out, every single day. And then you get caught up in these emotions and that's all you feel all the time. And you're like, what happened? How did I get here? Right. And if you have to, I feel like you do have to reflect to learn how to be present. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps for sure. For yeah, sure. like that, that's so that was my journey. Like I was never, well, I was present not on purpose. But when you want to be present on purpose, I had to learn how to reflect my past, my feelings. Like, all right, I feel like this now. Like, how the heck did I get this way? Like, what just happened? Like, let's figure that out. Then you start doing what you did before, like, and practice that habit building, like being caught up in things. Now you're practicing the staying in the now, the, all right, let's put our phones down. Let's just take a breather and just enjoy the moment. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy the nice day outside. Enjoy your life. Like, start practicing that and now we're we're getting somewhere we're starting to be present yeah no for sure i think uh i think putting ourselves in the best situation especially when we first start to intentionally be present is always beneficial um like you said a great point is just putting down the phone sometime um i know i had to do that for a while it was a point mm-hmm. to where it was like i just wasn't on my phone as much honestly these days i'm not as much but um, it took being really intentional about what I wasn't doing, which was um, allowing what I was looking at on my phone to yes. take down those those mental pathways of the distraction of the things that weren't necessarily as important in those moments in comparison to what I thought my goals were. Um, I think understanding that really helped me to put all of the time I was spending on social media and all the time I was spending on my phone really into perspective and helped me understand that that stuff just really isn't important, especially for me in my life. And that once you understand that about anything in your life, it's probably time to reevaluate how you use it. So yeah, you're right on. Uh, Yeah. Like our phone, it's an, it's an extension of our consciousness really in a digital way. And we have to understand that and like use it in a smart way, like use it as if you're actually there. These are real people you're talking to, like pick and choose like who you talk to and like what you want to see in your life because you're absorbing all of that. No, I agree. I agree. I think it's important that we use the technology that we have, like you said, for as a tool. Um, I know, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that the technology brings us that is positive or that are positive. And, uh, I think if we just focus on those things and focus on what we can do with them instead of what we shouldn't do, I think that'll put us in a, in a better headspace to use it more efficiently and effectively for our lives. I know personally, like I, I use like my background to send me different messages I use different apps to keep me focused and to keep me uh, present. I mean, those are just small things that technology can do. But I think uh, 
just rethinking it, rethinking what it is and understanding that in everything there's positivity and negativity. So instead of just looking at technology as a distraction, uh, repurposing it and thinking of different ways that it can be used to continue to add value to our lives um, will be something will, will be great for for everyone, I think. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So um, you reflect, but do you ever look forward? Do you ever like vision what's going to like happen later on in your life? Like what you want? Do you vision your goals or vision yourself some in a specific place or a specific, specific way you want to be? Um, I think I do that just on a continual basis. Um, and I can explain more as to why. First of all, yes, I think it's very important to look forward just because um, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up anywhere. So yeah. um, I think it's nice to have that destination so you can at least work towards something. But how I, how I kind of came to that conclusion that I'm continuously doing it is because I'm always looking for ways to improve the areas of my life and improve my productivity and improve my mindset and improve the things that I do on a daily basis. So I think, I mean, anytime throughout any day, if I feel like something can be better and function better, I'll figure out how I can do that in my life and I'll make it happen. So I'm constantly putting myself in a position to look forward, to see what it is that I really want and then implement, uh, the same principles to get what I want with the resources that I have in my life right now. So I would say I'm just continually looking to the future while also staying present at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely good to not be stuck in one. So they say you hear, don't be stuck in your past and you also shouldn't be stuck in the future because you don't know what's happening, right? You're missing everything that's happening right in front of your nose. Right. So like that perfect balance, I feel, is like definitely important because we can get caught in our work. So that's in the moment, right? You're mm-hmm. always at work. You're coming home late and the wife or girlfriend is getting ne- neglected, kid getting neglected. That's the present. And then the future, you know, you're always like kind of kind of the same, but you're always kind of, you know, working really hard to get your vision of your future you're always focused on your on your goals that are in like ahead of you and then there's the people that are stuck in the past and that's like probably the worst of it all really if you're stuck and you can't move on so like having a good balance so instead of being stuck in the past use it as a learning experience and reflect and using the present as you know, being like mindful and like that's where you're recovering or enjoying life, like with friends or your family or the job you love. And then also the future, like you need to, what, where am I, where am I going to go in 10 years? How, how do I see myself? Do I have a significant other? And do I want to like further that? Do I like, do I have a business I'm, I'm doing, do I want to write a book or what do I want to do? So like a perfect balance between all of those is like 
like a like a car, like a good running car. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's just what life is. I think uh I mean I truly believe that we have everything we will ever need right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. So with that belief, I understand that like for me what's most important in my life is presence because i understand that that's where i'm able to add the most value to anyone that i interact with if i'm not present then i'm not able to communicate and function at my highest level so i think uh understanding that it it really helps me to not only stay present but to just appreciate it and uh yeah i I lost my train of thought i think (laughs) (laughs) that's all good but when you when you the way you were going, if if you learn it like I, th- if being present in a conversation, like I feel I've learned how to conversate, like so much better than before because I learned how to be present and like actually listen to the person you're talking to. Like, don't think about what you're gonna say, but like actually have a real intimate conversation, and you're like. Oh, this person is pretty cool. I didn't even really know that about them. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. I think in those moments, we're able to uh, to learn more. And I, I've, I've understood that being open to hear and listen puts me in the best position to learn something. If I'm the one talking, then I'm not learning much because everything I'm saying is coming from me already. So it's like... I, I'm not gaining much from listening to my perspective all day. It's nice to to be able to to communicate and listen to someone so that I can take in as much as I can. So yes. yeah, I agree. Presence is where it's at. So uh what are you looking forward to in the future? I would say I would say that kind of similar to the last last question it's something that i'm always doing but not really doing like personally i try not to look forward to anything in particular if that makes sense mm-hmm. like in my, in my mind if i'm looking forward to something then what i have right now just isn't quite enough god that's and that's so, nice yeah I, i'm i'm always putting myself in a position to feel self-sufficient and to understand oh that that's where that thought went um we were talking before about having everything that we need within um and like our, our bodies were designed and made to have balance we have so much that's going on inside of us that we don't see we have no idea how it operates how it works um, yes, with science, we're able to find out a lot, but there's still so much that we don't know. But at the same time, we're, we're here, right? Like so many things have to go right in order for us to be alive and, and just being here and having breath. And from our, our simplest form of who we are with us not doing anything, it's a miracle that we are alive and that we are, are able to be here. So I think presence is just our way, or at least in my life, presence is my way of just appreciating life for exactly what it is. And it's just me being here in this moment. And that's it. That's the most important thing that will ever be in my life. Yeah, I think that I think what you said was really important because a lot of people are chasing money, like, oh, I got to work. 
Uh, I got to pick up these extra shifts. I got to, I got it's holiday season. I'm getting paid triple time. I, I need to work. So uh, I got money. And then you're always like, when is it end? When does it end? So if you're, ch- it could be money, it could be goals, it could be relationships. You keep chasing something that it's just like you're, you have this carrot on a stick and you just never, you never get it. You never get what you want. But you've had what you needed this entire time. Right. And, and I think, uh, and this, for me, it took, it took me a while to get myself mentally there because it was, it, I mean, we, we live in a physical world. So when we don't have things right at our grasp, it's very difficult to look at it and say, Oh, this, this is all that I need right now. But Mm -hmm. I think if, if the concept of, if you, don't have what you want right now, but you can see what you want for the future, right? If you have these two things, then you can create something right now in this moment to make that your reality. It right. might not like it might not be okay if I say I want a million dollars right now, I'm not gonna look at my bank account tomorrow and see a million dollars. Um, why? Because I can have these thoughts and beliefs. And I can be really passionate and speak everything into existence and, and do the things that everyone knows that we're quote unquote supposed to do in order to manifest stuff. But it takes that inspired action. It takes that movement, that the experiences, the, the fee, it takes everything that comes with life to manifest something. So if I'm not doing something, if I'm not putting in the work, if I'm not, acting based on how I feel for what's best for me in my life and the people that I care about, then I won't ever make it to where it is that I want to go. And I think that's where life gets a little shaky because if you're at a place to where, to where you don't think you can make it to where you want to go, your purpose of life has gone. And at that point, people do crazy things. They, right. It, but at the same time, it makes sense for them in that moment because that's just where they are mentally. So I think just bringing more awareness to that and letting people understand that, hey, that can be your reality. It can be anyone's, but we have choices, which is awesome. So, Right. It's, it's kind of scary because if you won that million dollars and you're, you, you haven't traveled that mental journey uh, that – I like to call it the sacred journey, kind of like the the Native Americans did. They went on a journey, a spiritual journey, and I feel like we all need to do that. So it could be done anyway. Everyone has a, a, a different way they do it, but just have to follow your path. And if you win that million dollars before you go on your journey and you're not mentally stable, that's that's dangerous. Yeah, for sure. And that's with, I mean, money's definitely huge. That's with money, in my opinion. That's with anything else. Anything else that you have expectations for, like, changing your emotions and changing your reality. If you're like, hey, any goal, you can put a relationship. You can put having kids. I know some people that are like, hey, let's have a kid and it'll make everything better. Like, you, uh-huh. there's so many different things that you can that you can put in that future pedal. Yeah. And say, hey, once I get this, everything's going to be okay. Anything right. that you put there is not going to bring you that satisfaction. Exactly. So that's where it's like 
that's where, okay, now you're going to have to rethink things. And in those moments, you have to, there's two choices. You can either change what it is you're doing and start to take control of your life, or you can continue down that road and down that road, who knows what's going to happen. Awesome. Yep. Uh, there's a, a quote from, uh, I'm going to slaughter the quote, but from Will Smith, he's, it's about money. He said something along the lines of uh, like money doesn't destroy you. It only amplifies you. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's what I see. If you're in a bad, like a bad state of mind and you happen upon him like a million dollars or you get it, you have a successful job, say you're a doctor or a lawyer or you just, you just did great in school and you got a degree and got a really good job, have the money, but you're not happy. Like there's, that's all over. I see that everywhere. And I feel like those people, like if you're going through that now, what we're talking about on this episode, I feel is like it, it hits home. For sure. My day job is uh, I work at a factory and we're hard workers and work a lot of hours and we can work more hours if we want. And it's decent money. You know, it's it's not like rich or nothing, but we can live. And I see that everywhere I look inside work. Not everyone. There's... There's, you you talk to everyone, you're like, oh, this person gets it. And then you talk to other people, it's like, I got to chase that money. I got to pick up these hours. It's like, you have a family, you have kids, and it's like, go enjoy your life. Don't be in this little, this prison. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Uh, that That's a, I mean, it's a lot of people, but in my opinion, it's not shocking. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, I think as a culture, that's just what is the majority of our realities. So I think understanding that, being aware of it, is great. So that personally, we don't have to go through the same things that we witness other people go through, and right. and you know do something positive for our lives. And who knows? Hopefully, that positive that positive impact that we have on our own lives will in turn have a positive impact on those around us. And that just begin, that, that begins the ripple effect. And that's just how cultures change. It, it, it takes, all it takes is one, um, just to be that person and to make that change and understand that the people around you, it won't look the same for everyone. So understanding that comparing anyone's journey, I think as soon as you go into that comparison trap, you're automatically losing. You're putting yourself in in a mental space that is not going to be productive for growth. Yeah, comparing is like it's it's never good in any situation. Right. So I think uh, just understanding that we have to let everything else go and just focus on making sure that we're okay. Because if we're okay, then we're more likely to be able to help someone else. Yes. So yeah, all I, people that we that we claim we want to help, it's like, oh, this is for my family, this is for my mm-hmm. wife, this is for yeah, it's great. It's great that we have all these people to hold us accountable. 
but we we have to be okay ourselves. And if that's not the case, then you have to become priority number one. And it happens that way sometimes. Sometimes we don't put ourselves in the best situations and we have to make some sacrifices in order to get our lives together. But it happens and it's okay. Everyone goes through something similar. So just understanding that this is just what reality looks like right now. But at every moment, we have a choice to look at it from a positive perspective and understand that it's not always going to look this way. But there are also things that I can appreciate about each one of these moments. Right. That's that's awesome. I, I was I was going to say something, but I got I guess just lost in what you were saying. Like it, it was perfect. <laughs> I think you took the words out of my mouth. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you have your, your podcast. Yep. And. You have your Instagram. Is there anything else you have or anything you'd like to plug? Um, so, yeah. So, Instagram is the at the Raymond Shield. So, it's T-H-E-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D-A-C-H-I-L-L-E. Um, and then I would, say, I would say my Twitter. I think that's where, I mean, most of what I post on Instagram comes from my Twitter anyway. Oh, okay. Um, but my Twitter is at my word is underscore law so it's m-y-w-o-r-d-i-s underscore law and honestly that's where i spend the majority of my time these days so i'm just on there just sharing what i feel throughout the day um instagram i'm doing a lot more of those those lives so i'll be continuing to do that just based on what i'm feeling in each moment and uh yeah i i definitely appreciate any and all feedback so if anyone does choose to go listen to anything of mine, definitely leave me some feedback, whether you like it, whether you don't. Um, I can always use it. So thank you. Well, I think if, if they catch this episode, I guarantee they'll they'll check you out. They'll check your podcast out. Well, that would be appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What What is the one thing you've learned from someone else that made you change your outlook on life? Hmm. That's a, that's a really good question. I think, I think it's, it's a little, uh, it's not difficult to answer because it's, it's so many people. Um, I think I learn more from other people because I've chosen to see myself in other people. Mm-hmm. So when I watch how people act, when I watch how people live, um, I notice my own, I used to notice my own flaws in people. So that's how I would learn. And so I would say that the, from the general population of the people I'm around and the things that I've learned, I would say that the biggest thing that it would have to just be being present. I think I witnessed so many people lose presence that over time, me desiring to be more present in my life, I started to notice when other people weren't present and that helped me maintain my presence. Right. So I would say the most worthwhile thing would be presence in and of itself, living in it and living in it enough to feel the power that is held within presence. 
Um, I think that is definitely key because you can be present at moments and it feels great, but to be there for like the majority of your day. And at this point for me all day, it's like, it it takes life to a different level. So I would just say, be present and try to find ways to appreciate every moment that we have while we're here because we're only here for a short time. Hey everyone, I just wanted to tell you, please follow us on my Instagram account. This is where I post all my content. I do a lot of videos and a lot of this content is not in the podcast and you can only see it on Instagram and you can follow the account at Brian underscore do so. That is at B-R-Y-A-N underscore D-U-S-S-E-A-U. And please check out the highlight videos. It's crazy. I got some really in-depth videos and we talk about all kinds of things that people think about all the time and they don't know who to talk to and the people they do know how to talk to, the people they do talk to it about, they don't know how to give them the right answers. And I feel I am very experienced with this, with my own personal life. And then everyone on the podcast that I have talked to, I get to like join it all in one mold like it's like all the play-dohs all in one ball it's all colorful ball and that's like that's the information we're spitting out on the videos so yeah definitely check it out 